Once we heard that first single, we were all a, a, a bit stoked. <laughs> so oh, we were yeah. like, well, fuck it. We just got to push this band as much as we can uh, <laughs> until until they reach that stratospheric level, which hopefully they can. <laughs> yeah, because I remember when like, like you were in kind of pincer line. I remember in our um, in our Discord, people were trying to figure out who was in each band. Yeah, we're thinking like this yeah. person in this band, this person like which one is Josh in, and we're like, then like this person's from this band and whatnot. So, yeah, it's cool. I think yeah, both Max and I really like the EP. I think from what I've seen, and again, I don't know what you how you've kind of seen the reaction to it. People just naturally kind of like cottoned on to it and kind of you know just liked it. And like, like Rachel's done, you know, she's done her reaction videos, and people we've shown to have like liked it. So I think, but I suppose, kind of one thing I guess going back to kind of um, information, I guess, how did Heaven's Gate like come about? Aki, go, man. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. I'll go for it. So, um, basically, story. yeah, basically, me and Josh linked up one time on, um, like, during lockdown back in 2020 through Instagram. Like, we played games a bunch. Like, he put a story up and I responded to it. And then, yeah, we traded, like, PlayStation accounts and we, like, played games a bunch through the lockdown. We formed, like, a pretty solid friendship because we we're just, like, interacting with each other basically every day for a whole month. And we got to know each other. We are talking about, like, stuff we did musically and all that. And we brought in, like, one of our other friends, which was Jack, who's also now the guitarist in this band. And basically, Jack had, a like, a prototype band he was starting. It was just all demos, but he didn't really have, like, members. And Josh was like, all right, I'll, I'll basically join your band and we'll build it up from the ground up again. And then from there, Josh was pulling in people he knew. So it was our vocalist Naz, and then it was David, and then yeah, me was like one of our last people to come in. I think um, Caleb was actually brought in because Naz worked with him and knew him through work. So yeah, it was all just like who knew who sort of thing, and we all collaborated in the end. Before that, Caleb was just MIDI, you know, in a door. Because <laughs> is it credit? I don't know. My notes credit that Caleb was the diamond constructor drummer. Caleb is just this. No, no, no. Caleb is a diamond, but a diamond completely in the rough, and no one ever heard until he. Yeah, he was doing like pop stuff. Um, he's got like jazz fusion background and stuff like that as well. I think he's got contemporary training or something. But um, he was just this dude who was just this wicked drummer that no one had put in a heavy band. And Naz, by stroke of luck, was working with him. I was like, "Hey, man, you want to join a band?" He's like, "Yeah," and then. <laughs> His history. I think the yeah. thing with Diamond Construct came about from his um, video work. He toured with them and did uh, photography and video. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think he's um oh, his touring. Yeah, his touring was with a uh, Bad Love. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of to so that man. I guess the kind of talk ties in drums as well is um, there's quite a you know kind of got like Eric Bickerstaff drums production. Yeah. You've got then Josh again. And then you've got Buster on production, I guess. Because I think one thing I've noticed with Heaven's Gate is every kind of aspect of the project seems to kind of have a lot of attention and detail paid to it. So, like, the music videos, like, you know, getting bigger staff, Buster, hanging and all that. Was it always the attention to be like, right, if we're going to do this, we're going to make it, like, we're not going to you know, piss about, we're going to make it really good? 100%. Yeah, 100%. So we know from from the start it was just... Exactly what you said. If we're going to do it, then we're going to do everything to the best of our best of our ability and, yeah, create the best art possible as well. And, you know, June Labs as well with, with the videos were just incredible. They were awesome. The mix that Buster did was great. 
uh, the drum production stuff that Eric did was insane. So yeah, every single element, exactly what you're saying is we just wanted to take it to 11 and just do the absolute best job that we could. And we thought, yeah, the best way to do that was the best people who are at doing that. Let's get them involved. How did the Eric thing come about? Just I'm curious about that one. So basically me and um, Naz, we got into Lotus Eater a bunch and we found out that um, Eric did drum production on one of their albums or something. And I remember a while back, like we're writing drums, but we weren't really happy with how they were turning out. Like we're all perfectionists. Like it was, we just kept working and we're like, nah, this is not, it doesn't have the flavor that we wanted. I remember Naz went, oh, I'm pretty sure Eric would be open to doing a drum production, like work for us. And I was like, Oh yeah, and then he goes, "Shotty not uh, DMing him," and I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> so I'll go for it." So I chucked him a DM, and I, I remember overnight he responded, being like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm keen to work on it. Send through the EP. Let me have a listen. I'll I'll get back to you with my thoughts and all that." And then yeah, from there he just said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm down." And then he sorted everything out via email and whatnot. And he was really quick and efficient. Like I think we had it all done in like two weeks. Like it was yeah, and it was perfect when we got it. Crazy, crazy yeah. quick turnaround. I, I feel like drum production stuff is often like the longest part of the process in terms of getting everything oh, yeah. done and dusted. Yeah, right? So, yeah. It's a two-week turnaround. I mean, he is a fucking machine, isn't he? But still. He yeah. He's like, yeah, he's just one of those genius dudes that can just output tracks. No matter what, oh, it's just fucking nuts. With his drums, guitar, and just all the crazy stuff that he does with effects and stuff. No, it's mental. He's yeah. insane. Like, his, his, he did, obviously, he does a lot of the stuff for his own band with like George Lever on the previous album or whatever like with all like the vintage production shit they were doing on that but then obviously he did like the Static Dress album and now he's yeah. done this and and he did the God Complex record I don't know if you've heard that but that's yeah, yeah To Decay and A Deathless World is that the one in the background? yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. A great record I love that he's one just, that one's great he's a machine and I feel like everything he touches turns to gold so I think you've definitely got a dream team on your hands here <laughs> with, with him with him behind behind the drum production and stuff like that. Anyway, Joe, yeah, you wanted to say something, I just kind of cut you off. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's probably so influences for the sound and the EP. Are there any that you kind of specifically went for, or is it just kind of like you just, you just wrote some music and it just happened to sound like that? Hmm. Loath probably was a little bit of an influence. Um, I know everyone in the band is a huge fan. Of, of both of those albums. Josh and I were in a band previously as well, and we're, you know, we, we write similar sort of riffs to that band, so we brought a lot of that influence here as well. What, Aki, what would you say would be would be some more? Because I, I find there's, um, you know, I, I'm, I brought a lot of, like, just punch, I guess, to... Yeah, to, like... To, but there's so I much like more... I those like, are spot on. Into, into, ...into the record. Man, I love my UK metal. Like, I'm fucking like creek i love creek they're great those boys those boys are sick again all um all the bands in from the uk yeah like i don't know like something for the uk metal over there is it's good i like i like it i don't see say yeah your previous bands david heavy influence obviously because you know josh was the main in the writing yeah yeah um low definitely with the whole ambience i think it's because something australia hasn't captured yet so we wanted to be the first band to sort of usher in that new sound, but like do it right as well, which was why we invested a lot into making it work with like bringing in different people and all that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. really put anything else in terms of other influences. Yeah, I think I agree with you kind of first Aussie band I know kind of 
and a north lane and like void of vision of kind of experiment with kind of various sounds but australia just kind of yeah. usually goes quite heavy i find so you've got bands like yeah. volatile ways like terminal sleep um and even kind of like alpha wolf and made themselves mm-hmm. to extent just kind of like we'll just go you know silly heavy so i think yeah it's cool that you brought that in also it's a bit of a random question but on um on lover's dance and gin sick who does the singing it's a so, mix between josh and naz oh uh, okay yeah because yeah, yeah. i'm trying to figure out because in the gin sick video is that like the singing happens but then like someone appears we assume is josh <laughs> yeah like, so is in in gin sick it's um like when it's that clean break that is all naz and then when it gets to the eyes shining chaotic like lightning line that's when josh comes in and josh does the harmonies as naz is yelling over in between yeah. the harmonies and all that breaks uh lovers dance is a is a just a perfect blend of both their voices um it gets to a point where they sound so alike as well that it's really hard to tell especially when they're clean singing um, yeah i struggled to tell when i first yeah listened. i was like what yeah it's cool yeah something we were trying to figure out and then someone asked us like can you ask him this and i was like yeah because i'm quite curious as well yeah but i really like lover's dance and kind of that part of jinsu where it just kind of like it's surprising because i just thought you can listen to like the first like two songs and kind of the first of jinsu just like oh you know this is kind of obviously the same but you know there's a that sound is going to carry out through the EP and just kind of it's nice how just kind of there's a little sort of almost like a break in the just kind of like I don't I don't want to say Love's Dance is an interlude because it's talking in its own right but it's just kind of like a nice pit stop just kind of you know yeah rather than just being fully on heavy so yeah, I really like that kind of so I guess one thing we're going to get into is this kind of um yeah the more fun part which will kind of be the story behind I guess or narrative whatever kind of yeah. is in the EP because I think especially when you go into like lyrically and kind of the flow of the story yeah i guess there is you know there is you've one like song by song or whatever because i've kind of i guess from my interpretation i kind of see gin sick as lovers dancers kind of one story or chapter and then like she moves like thunder and then comfort and the slow death seem linked or is it all just kind of one story from front to start or is it kind of like different stories in each song that makes sense or am i just kind of rapping? yeah i mean like they're all based on <clears throat> true personal experience um i remember me and naz worked like close together in terms of just crafting the lyrics and just the story behind it and we kind of just it didn't really start out as like a whole narrative until all the demos kind of folded in together and we kind of went okay there's like an overarching narrative here she moves uh gin sick and lovers dance all share the three like same story just in different like acts i'd call it so almost like a like a an whole arc um like she moves is like fresh like that that breakup is like fresh sort of thing chin sick is like that acceptance and re- like regret mm-hmm. and then lovers is that like overcoming and like understanding of how it is but also retaining that like same like sadness and regret that you would feel in a loss of a relationship comfort in a slow death, uh, symbiotic suicide and um, chemical heaven are all separate stories, but they're all like, yeah, they're all very personal. Yeah, because I think is it um, is it comfort in the slow death? That's quite like that's quite a fucking brutal song. I'm quite kind of yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's definitely about substance abuse, and it's also just like being surrounded in a in a bad circle of friends. And they see you spiral, but like you know, they don't really pull you out. So it's just a yeah, it's like a pitfall basically, which suits the song well because the song is very like pumping. It doesn't stop. Like it's very straight to the point. Mm. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it works because while you have that 
heaviness and kind of the sonical side of it is it does add that layer of like authenticity to it, I think because you do get a little band to just kind of like do the heavy part and then it's just lyrically there's just no substance so I think yeah it's cool that you managed to just kind of like blend those two things together and it's like okay and then I think and it also just makes it more like a not growing but kind of the more you kind of listen to it and the more you kind of hear the lyrics read etc kind of like okay so it's not just kind of like that immediate hit of like this is heavy five listens i'm now bored it's like oh so you can kind of listen to every bit and then kind of you learn the story and kind of understand it and whatnot which i think is you said when you got the demos in did you then kind of was it always was that how then basically you got them as in you were like okay we'll order it in this kind of way or yeah okay. yeah because i we felt like instrumentally like the the intros and the outros kind of like somewhat flowed in together mm-hmm. not directly where like it's like a perfect alignment but it just in terms of like how the ambience transitions between the songs so it just kind of just feels like everything's in that same like like nothing feels out of place in the ep yeah because I, I, I was wondering about this as well, because I, I know in the videos there's the blonde woman and all three of them, and I was like, okay, it's this kind of yeah. about the same, which, which I thought was quite a nice kind of subtle kind of narrative in, in the music videos. So, yeah, I mean, we can talk about music videos. I guess kind of, yeah, I guess how was, again, my question, how how was it together, kind of putting together the music videos with June Labs? Was it kind of a, you go to them and they come back with ideas, or was it like we have these ideas for these three music videos? What do you think? Or was it a combo of both? It was kind of like we got Oliver and Jack from Dune Labs in a Discord call with them, and it was obviously we got the whole band in there at first to introduce and, like, you know, just get to know each other. And then after a while we had, like, a group chat going. It was me, Naz, Oliver and Jack, and it was just mainly about figuring out the storyline, the setting, booking the venues and all that. And it was very much Naz and I had ideas we wanted to portray and we'd explain it to them and they'd be like, okay, you, you kind of want a venue that would have something like this or like props that kind of match that. So we had to build the storyline and they helped with like the set design. So it was a lot of bouncing off ideas. It worked quite well with having a group chat with them because we could just flick them text, be like, hey, what do you think of this and whatnot, especially when we're gone and picking up all the, the hire and the, the props and whatnot. I remember me and Naz, we just drove across Melbourne all, like, in a whole day. Like, we just went all over Melbourne finding all these different things and putting it together just for the three videos because it was quite an insane amount of effort because we did all three back-to-back over three days. Fucking hell. Shane was laughing because he knows. He knows the hell that we went through doing this video. We're doing a music video with with my band in, like, two months, and the idea of doing three in three days Mm. makes me want to scream. Based on how much like actual time and effort has gone into figuring out how the fuck to make this work in like five days, <laughs> let alone yeah. that fucking quickly. So I, how how the hell did you manage to balance that, dude? <laughs> um, we Good planning, it was a man. it was a rush. Like was... like I think we did it. It was it was eight eight p.m. to six a.m. for the three days because we needed nighttime for the best lighting as well. So I think by the second night, we were all basically nocturnal. We are sleeping in the Airbnb, but we'd sleep through the day and wake up at like 5 p.m. and be like, all right, it's game time. Like, like it was, it was we adjusted pretty, pretty quick. We adjusted pretty quick. Yeah, I I remember the first night, I was so stressed. I I did, I had four Red Bull cans and I just didn't <laughs> sleep that night. I remember I, like, 
I was just going, like my heart was racing. It was just so fucked. And I remember by the second and third night, I stayed off Red Bulls. I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. So I was just like drinking just a bunch of Gatorades and stuff and just trying to keep hydrated. Yeah, we did. We went through a whole bunch of Red Bull that weekend. I remember like the first, because we, like... we shot She Moves first. And I think we yeah. picked up like, a, like we picked up four, four packs or something for that yeah. night. We went through most of them that night and we were like well we get then we had to do an extra run like we had to send someone down to go get them yeah by the third night i mean because we did gin sick last and by that point everyone's taking their like doing their takes and stuff and i laid on the ground for a good three hours i think just, there, there's a yeah. photo of me <laughs> sleeping i remember <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. so basically with that many with that many rebels going it was either like we're gonna do these three music videos or we're gonna die trying yeah, oh yeah 100 percent. like i think the reason we got through it is because like we like it, all, it honestly just kind of like circles back to the whole ethos of the whole ep we were just hungry like we wanted to do well and we wanted to do it right so we were just like no matter what like we were tired we're like no we need to do one more take it doesn't matter like we like we really got to a point where like half of us were like having to sit down and rest because we just didn't have that much energy but we still needed to output it for the videos and like give that best performance as possible yeah, and it was a surreal experience. As well, hats off to Dylan yeah. because I mean, they were just insanely good and organized to work with. Like, they just, like, it, we went that first night. What was it? She moves. We did 8 p.m. till 6 a.m. or whatever it was. But, like, yeah, that was, we did it fast. You know what I mean? Like, they were, they were on the ball. You know what I mean? And we got a couple of noise complaints and a couple of knocks on the door and a whole bunch yeah. of shit. Yeah, they, yeah, they're, they're so good. So, that yeah, hats off to them because that probably... If we went to someone else, that sort of just insane amount of effort that those guys put in, it probably wouldn't mm -hmm. have been replicated by someone else. I feel like, you, you know, I, I hope the knocks on the door were, hey, what's that song? That sounds really sick. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, man. It's funny. No, definitely, uh, definitely some, like, boorish old... <laughs> Can you please shut the fuck up? <laughs> oh man, I, she moves. She moves. We did, and we got we got to the venue, and it was in a fucking apartment block, and we were like, "Oh, this is gonna go well." Yeah, that's great. There's like just like eleven or midnight. Yeah, like eleven thirty. We're getting knocks on the door. It's like, do you guys realize this is an apartment block? We're like, we no. actually do. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, and we all had like our fucking like hectic boots on and shit. And we're like stomping around and like thrashing about. And like, I remember someone knocks and they just go, we have a, we have a two-year-old living under yeah. you guys. Oh my and we'll send them up. <laughs> we're so sorry. <laughs> like, we, and we had a drum kit first day going around. Like, oh, yeah, it was. That's bad. That's, that's the bad. one thing sorry, I don't miss. Everyone. Sorry, everyone in that apartment block. That was in Brunswick yeah. somewhere. It's Roy, I don't know. Sorry. It was the uh, official apology. Yeah. This is. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Heard it here first. Heard it here first. Heavens Gate is so sorry for disturbing you. The <laughs> <laughs> peace. God, yeah. Hell raises, mate. One thing I did want to ask is since, you know, you're such a, a fan of, of UK metal Aki, Yeah. Uh, when are you guys fucking coming over? Oh, dude! If if the offer's there, I'm jumping on yeah. that. Like, I'm I'm begging the boys. I'm like, please do anything. Yeah, mate. no, it'd be fucking yeah. sick to get you guys over here at some point. It'd be really, oh, really nice. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to. We're gonna we're gonna do some shows in Australia first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah, what, what what's the plan for that? Like, you haven't played any shows properly yet. Like, what's we we've got a lot of stuff in the works. 
a lot of stuff in the works. It's just we can't announce anything yet. But in the next, then before you know, in the first half of this year, we'll be playing shows. Um, but out. yeah, yeah, love to come over to the UK and then Europe and then US, wherever, wherever we'll have us, we'll go there. So that's a great fucking. Uh... Great fucking attitude to have. Wherever we'll, we can play, we'll play. I feel like the, just the general attitude of the band just speaks volumes to how, how dedicated you guys are to this fucking thing. Like Everybody seems to be, from what you're saying, on the same page, dedicated, ready to just put everything into this. And it comes across in the EP. Like it's a, As a debut, as far as debuts go, like, yeah, blew my, blew my fucking mind when I heard it. And I remember sort of when, as Joe was saying, with, like, Lover's Dance, the first time I heard that when I was listening through the EP, I was like, okay, these guys are fucking different, okay? <laughs> like, I heard Jinsik, um, and I thought that was really fucking great, and then that came on, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is something else. How the fuck? I mean, obviously, you guys have, uh, or some of you have independently released things before with different bands, but I feel like, you know, as your first release as a unit that i mean obviously i don't know when you guys actually um ended up fully forming you said it kind of happened over time but like it, it was like 20 end of 2020 so like 2021 but it's just a lot of stuff got pushed back because of covid sure yeah that makes sense yeah yeah but yeah, for I'm coming not. together that far so it's fucking sick and I'm, I'm i'm hoping you guys keep that keep that fucking ball rolling and that <clears> the, the results speak for themselves i'm hoping that as the ep drops and stuff that people resonate with it and i don't know I just, I just think it's fucking great, man. <laughs> I just think it's fucking great. So yeah. I love, man. I I can't wait for people to hear "Lovers Dance" as well. That's probably yes. Yeah. I love Gen Sick, but "Lovers Dance" probably my favorite track. That's um, my favorite. Man, "Symbiotic's" my favorite one. That's that's. Yeah. Have a lot of fun playing it. So I think that's why I want to go on stage with that song. That one's my favorite. Well, I I do I do feel like I have to ask if 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 there is any plans. Is there anything planned to come next? for after the ep like what's the, what's the move we'll definitely you know we're we're aiming to release at least some singles or some more music this year like we we're it feels like we haven't even taken the foot off the gas at all since announcing dropping a video or announcing the ep or anything we are every single day just working tirelessly i'm getting messages from aki every you know, a couple of hours, like, hey, we're doing this, oh, we're posting this, oh, we're going to do this. It's like, and Jack's like writing riffs and Josh is doing stuff and I'm writing stuff. And like, we, we've just got everyone just working constantly. So yeah, we're, we're not slowing down. It's just a matter of just got to line some things up and then, you know, knock them down sort of thing. So yeah, still, we're definitely aiming to release some more music this year, um, play as many shows as we possibly can and just, yeah, just work our asses off. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm re I'm really looking forward to it, and you know, hopefully we can get you over here sooner rather than later because I would like to throw yeah, down to some of those songs. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Joe, have you got have you got much else? I don't know what you've got I, written I, down. I, I, do, I do have more questions. My, you do? I've got it in the list. Yeah, no, list in yeah. Go on. I can carry on. Yeah, so I guess kind of I don't know. I know Matt's touching it, but I guess it's almost it feels like it's been kind of a, from what you kind of said and kind of what we've read and whatnot. It has been like kind of various few steps is kind of like, I guess the formation like the writing like starting to grayscale which I guess we can kind of touch on as well and then kind of like the point you're at now it, how do you kind of like I guess uh, this might be a bit big how do you kind of figure out because I know that there's been a lot of bands that when they've especially with lockdown they've written stuff that's like two three years old now and they're kind of like I don't really feel too attached to this now because it's like you know it's three years ago and they're kind of you know the minds of like what's next 
So I guess kind of Fergus for you both. Like what? I guess it's different. But how? Because it's what's out in what, about three weeks now. I guess how are you like feeling going into that? Are you feeling like excited again, being like, oh shit, you know? I think you said you know, people here love dance. But I guess kind of what's like the general kind of atmosphere and like feeling in the band, kind of you know, now they're in the final straight until it comes out. I'll let Aki answer this after me, but for mm. personally for me, I think it, it does. Like it feels good to finally get it get it there but then also we're like we're focusing so much on still working and figuring out what's next because we don't want to take the foot off the gas if that's so to speak so we're we're trying to take it in but we're like let's just focus as well and you know give give people cool art and then be like cool glad you enjoy it let's give you more sort of thing but that's that's me personally what do you think Aki? um i think it's just like <laughs> For me, it's just like I always tell myself, oh, we're going to drop this next single and then I won't be stressed about anything for a week. And then that week ends and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like I've, I've got more stuff to stress. Like we got to do demos. we got to we gotta get like promos ready. got to do this. got to do that. Like I think it's just mentally I can't check out. Like I can't – like I soak it in for like a good 48 hours every time a single is out and then I'm always focusing, all right, what is next? There's always work that needs to be done. Yeah, I think the EP is like we're building up. And I know it's dropping, so we're going to push that. But once that EP's out, like, I'm going to soak it up for, like, three days, and then it's going to be, all right, next. Like, we've got to keep going. Yeah. I think it's just because, like, I've always thought about, like, how we consume media, and so I was just, like, it's very quick now. I think, I think that's just what drives us. We just need to keep giving people more content. So we're just, essentially, we're terrified of people just forgetting about us. <laughs> difficult yeah because that's just something that i think like every band is fine just being like and also like we see kind of what we do it's like you know you have yeah. like just the amount of releases that come out now is it's getting that's like it's just too much <laughs> yeah yeah i think the ep will be good enough that it will yeah stick around and kind of people as well i think it does yeah scratch an itch that i think people i think i think pins are busted you know they did reasonably well from i've seen people listen to that engage with that what kind of like it's like the genre, because it's like it's, the Heaven's Gate sound is quite. You can't really pigeonhole it into like one. So you know, we've got it's like new metalcore. So you say it's like it's a like hardcore, and I guess kind of I'll be I'll be see kind of yeah what people interpret as. But yeah, I think it does. It scratches kind of I guess that more like new metalcore rich where it does pull in from that crowd, which you know kind of Book Max and I you know big fans of new metalcore and all that. But I think as you said, kind of with the more low the influence it kind of pulls in from that crowd as well but yeah i just kind of yeah i mean what, what, i don't know if you, you don't have to pigeon up but what kind of genre space do you see you guys kind of like sitting in i don't, oh, I don't really know. you're the one with the genres yeah i mean yeah there's definitely that new metal core type thing just heavy heavy music but then the, you know we've had you know all the people involved in the in the creation of the music that i think everyone's bought their own little flair to i guess that's sort of buried it up enough that it's it's sounded unique but then again i mean obviously you listen to the ep we don't want to there's tracks on there where we don't want to be completely pigeonholed we want to go hey cool if we want to do this then i mean obviously it will still sound like heaven's gate but we want to branch out and just you know hey what what sounds good and what can we, what can we create that sounds good as opposed to being hey cool, we are this and this is what we do and that's that's it and i think that comes down to yeah, the people that we had involved uh, on the record and then just the, the immense amount of talent that's 
in the band. I mean, I'm the idiot in the band as far as I'm concerned. And then the, the other guys are just, yeah, they just bring so much to the table with regards to their influence and the, the way they look at things and their work output. It's one of the few bands that I've been in where pretty much everyone is just active and, and working and trying to, you know, carve out, carve out like a perfect sculpture. I guess. And I think that just bring, brings uniqueness to the sound. That's probably the most artsy-fartsy in-depth way that I could put it. Um, but I seriously think it's the truth because every single person is just bringing something to the table. It's, Which it's is like rare. An ideal, it's an ideal situation, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's super rare. I think it's super rare it's, because you usually have a band where you know you have one songwriter and the, oh yeah, cool, you're the songwriter and then you have the lyricist and then that'll be it. And the entire band is hinging on that one person. And this, yeah, this band is not like that, which is, it works more efficiently the other way. But this, yeah, it just works. And we just keep pumping out demos constantly. I mean, we've just been smashing stuff over the past couple of months. So, yeah, it's very rare. And it's it seems to be working well with the creative process that we've got going on. All very symbiotic. as uh, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is. I think that definitely is a rarity. Like, you know, you see those bands who debut, and it sounds like they've been playing for like five years. <clears throat> you yep. know, yeah, as opposed to like the bands that play like you know the local clubs, and they just try and sort of test the waters. I feel like, yeah, yeah. if you if you hit the ground running like that, you can make a seriously monumental impact, and I think that's gonna gonna really translate. Um, yeah, no, definitely hard to get a group of of more than like two people that will actually just one hundred percent work all the time. From what I've yeah. uh, from what I've gathered and understood, even from some huge huge bands out there, there is usually like some sort of one one person or two people in the band that are doing the whole thing, and then everybody else is just kind of in the periphery. But it's it's fucking great to hear that that's not the case with you guys, and you, everyone is just like constantly wanting to do something. It must be a little bit stressful. I can't imagine. That, I can imagine that like when if you're having like an off day, and then suddenly someone's like, "Yo, yo, 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 I got some new shit for you, bro." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh well, I guess I'm working again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, yeah. But, but everyone's everyone's you know the, everyone's got we we all are understanding that we've got our own separate lives as well, and so everyone's you know patient for that sort of stuff. There's been plenty of times where Jack is man. Jack pumps out tracks like a nutcase. He just he is writing riffs all the goddamn time and there's sometimes where i just i'm busy at work or whatever i'm just like, i cannot keep up dude so there's stuff that still is in this in the like the demos library that i still haven't listened to and then i'll go but oh, i'm looking for some inspo inspo and then i'll go into the demo library I'm like, yo what the fuck this is sick and then he's like yeah i dropped this in the chat like two months ago dude <laughs> yeah. i mean it gets that means you have a good repository to like refer back to in case you do need that inspo it's like oh well i want to write a few riffs but i don't know what the fuck to base it on but then you have like yeah. three albums yeah. worth of riffs <laughs> to refer yeah. to um which is fucking sick it's fucking sick yeah i will uh, i'll hand back over to joe because he looks he looks Maybe. like he's raring and ready to go yeah i guess one thing i, I mentioned earlier about the grayscale records i guess how did that come about and how is how is the grayscale records life that was i mean josh so he josh was working with Pinsa and knew those guys and sort of was working with them with Pinsa beforehand. And then obviously Josh being involved with us, he was like, cool, well, you know, I can't guarantee anything, but once you guys are ready, we'll send it over and see if they're interested in it. Um, we, we were lucky enough that, you know, they were interested in it. We had everything prepped to go before before they touched it. And 
they're fantastic. They're just absolutely great. Yeah, they're awesome. There's absolutely nothing I can say other than they're awesome. I've loved working with them. Sweet. What about you, Aki? Oh, well, I'd say this is my first, like, you know, proper band with, like, a proper label. So, it's you know, it, it's just like, yeah, I couldn't expect anything else. Like, they're the best, <laughs> like I'd say. Because it's just like I've spent so many years listening to bands signed by them, and it was kind of surreal when we sat down with them in person and they like put forward like, Hey, we would love to sign you if you guys are interested. And I remember I was, it was surreal. Like I was just sitting there like, Holy shit. Like I've spent my like teenage years listening to like all the bands that have come up under them. And then next minute here I am like, yeah, it's still like a pinch me moment. It's great. Yeah. And they're so like both Ash and Josh, they're so lovely and down to earth. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's great working with them. Yeah. I, I It was crazy when we had like, cause we all went out for, it's either breakfast or lunch or something. And we all essentially had like an initial meet with the with the band and then Josh and, and Ash and stuff like that of Grayscale. And I was expecting, oh, you know, we're going to get grilled and it's going to be very businessy. And those guys are just, they're just nice, normal people really care about the guys in the band, really care about all the bands that they work with. Super refreshing. So I don't know. I don't know what the music scene is like over in the UK, but over here it can be a little bit clicky and, they really care about everyone they work with good yeah i think the clicky thing is like a universal thing i think that it will yeah. absolutely happen no matter where you are no matter what what genre you make there's always going to be like those specific groups and those specific people but yeah, yeah. it's 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 good to have a label behind you that actually gives a shit about your music because i feel like there are so many like nowadays like just sort of speaking candidly i feel like the use for a label is dwindling a little bit in in the modern age so if you have a genuinely good label behind you that gives a shit that can be really valuable but i feel like a lot of a lot of labels um have ended up over the past few years kind of showing their true colors in that they don't really give that much of a shit about promoting a new artist they kind of like well we can just sign a really big artist and make all the money that we need for the year and then we can just ignore the rest of the artists on our roster it doesn't really matter anymore yeah acting, acting more like a creditor or a bank right rather yeah. than a, a, a team player yeah. well, that's exactly what they are at this point <laughs> to some extent <laughs> not to not to call anyone specific out but you know that is seems to be how it how some of them act and um, one of the like, good things about grayscale was i remember josh said to us at the meeting he was like the harder you guys work, the harder we will work as well. And it's, it's great because it's like the amount of times we've just gone to them and just kept asking questions like, hey, what do you think of this? Hey, what do you think of that? And it borders on the point where like we're, we're potentially being annoying, but they're always <laughs> like having our back. Like they're always like, they always respond. I was like, yeah, like they, they never falter. It's like, I'm always like second guessing myself. Like, hey, am I like being annoying here by asking like the seventh question for today? But yeah, no, nah, they have our back. So. We, we go back and forth in the band all the time about, are we being like hell annoying right now? And they're just, yeah. <laughs> man, Redbeard has solved so many problems in like one sentence like that for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Well, that's, 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 that's great. And you know, <laughs> I can definitely imagine that that, that does uh, play on your mind a little bit. It's like, I feel like I'm emailing you a bit too much. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but yeah. Then they're like, you know, we signed you for a reason, right, guys? <laughs> We're not here for same, no reason. Dude. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. It's crazy. It's 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 a crazy little little mental thing, though, isn't it? It's just like, I feel like I shouldn't even be talking to you right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad they're at least you know helpful and responsive and all that stuff. And you know, I, I I sincerely hope that they can see you 
go to a point where you feel like you're on a level with those artists that you saw grow up on grayscale and stuff like that like i don't know i feel like there's a great label for that you know there's so many great artists on there that have just come up on there and then you know shot off and and hopefully they can they can do the same for you guys obviously you don't want to jinx anything <laughs> but you know fingers crossed touching wood you know all that yeah. shit um yeah yes that's what i had to say on that <laughs> yeah, I think it's got nothing to what Max is saying. It's that, like, I think because over the years, both Max have been burnt by like a few bands, just kind of like, you know, you invest the time in them, and like the shit blows up. And I think, I think with Heaven's Gate, it's cool that it all seems to be like coherent and like, you know, a lot of goodwill and whatnot. So it's like, I think even from our side, just kind of like listeners, it's cool to be like, you know, here's a band that's just kind of more about a newer band that you can kind of, you can feel that you can invest your time and like support and listening to, like, share with your mates. So then, like, down the line, it's not going to be like, oh, you know, X has happened. So, yeah, I mean, it's really cool and just like nice to hear for kind of not for once. But yeah. are you going to do vinyl? I know it's just that's be a flat no. But are you going to do vinyl? Because I would quite like the EP on vinyl. We do, unfortunately don't have any plans to do the first EP on vinyl. However, that because vinyl take one vinyl's fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, and then two, it takes ages to press um especially with covid and material costs and shipping dramas and a whole bunch of shit um so that's just caused more delay so we haven't ruled out like a repress or anything like that we'd love to i think everyone in the band would love to do anything and everything we possibly can just about here let's let's do this because this is just cool um so we haven't ruled that out at all but for this release coming up we don't have any plans to do it but if you yeah if people want it goddamn message us and message grayscale and if there's enough people we'll do it as soon as we possibly can yeah well, i've been seeing the comments on the social media being like physical release when and i'm, I'm reading those being like i'm sorry yeah i know I'm yeah it breaks I'm my sorry. heart i'll uh i'll make sure to spam them that because i could definitely i don't <laughs> like a nice we've got to eat too you know like we, we can't spend all our money <laughs> yeah 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 we're starving over here we're eating ramen dude Eating ramen, doing three-day video shoots for three videos. Yeah. Disturbing the peace. Living on, living on the line. You can't be spending, what, fucking three grand pressing some records. <laughs> How many noodles that can buy? You think metalcore money exists? It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, yeah, hopefully that can happen one day. Obviously, that is, like, I feel like for starting up artists, like, physical releases are kind of a gamble anyway. Like, I whether you you can print them you can have the money to print them but it's whether you, you can even shift them as like a yeah that's right as a, yeah. As a, yeah so i feel like once you're more established it's definitely a safer bet and i'm sure the label would agree with that to be honest yeah um but i feel like yeah if people are just like yeah can i please buy a fucking cd or a vinyl like over and over like every day for the next year they're probably be like yeah sure yeah go for it yeah um so i'll make sure i'm on that i'm that guy now <laughs> You are the vinyl guy. (laughs) I'm going to be messaging them being like, so uh, where, where is it? And they're going to say, it's not coming. I'm like, well, son's crying. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my pincer plus and heaven gates vinyl. Yeah. Can we get, (laughs) where, where, where is it? Where the fuck is it? A pincer plus also on grayscale. Yeah. 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 Max. Convenient. <laughs> I don't listen to Pinterest, man. I'm sorry. Like I, I just need to you you They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. I probably should. I, yeah. I need to listen to that. Uh, that even like the thing is, like Joe said, there's so much music out there that sometimes yeah. things I just, I just don't get around to. Even if by all means, I absolutely would enjoy it or should get around to it. Yeah. It's just like 
It's too much shit, man. Yeah, fair enough. Shit. But yeah, no, they seem like fucking cool guys. So I will, I'll have to give it a, a spin. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, they do that. The sound that they do, it's it, they just nailed it, dude. Like they and they were always going to because Josh is a genius. But yeah, they just absolutely nailed that sound. So that's, yeah. the thing is, the good thing about Josh and Pinsa is like you know they've got they've established that sound that they have with that EP. But I mean, dude, Josh could probably write a trap EP and then release it through Pinsa and everyone would be like, yeah, this is sick. And he'd pull it off and it would be sick. So that's, <laughs> yeah, I, have, I mean, I'm, I don't know the inner workings of Pinsa, but you know, it's um, Josh is a great songwriter and a incredibly talented artist. He'll come up with just something, something else. Awesome. Over the next couple months or a year or whatever. And so when are, we, when are we getting the Pinsa Heaven's Gate UK tour then? Yeah. <laughs> that's next awesome. year. Yeah? Or split EP. <laughs> As soon as we possibly can. Split EP would be fucking sick, actually. That would be cool. Yeah, I'd love to do that too. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I suppose with uh, with the the connection of Josh between both bands, I suppose it wouldn't be that out of the ordinary to be yeah. doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, it does make a bit of sense. Yeah, 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 we'd love to do it. That'd be really fucking cool, actually. I'm a big fan of Split EPs. I feel like it shows like. But it, no one especially does them anymore because there's only fucking absence to do them now. I'm like, I don't like. Yeah, it used to be a big thing. It used to be a big yeah. thing, and then no one does it anymore. And then, man, Alpha Wolf did that. That that one, which was awesome. Um, oh, you! Did, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was uh, really good. I thought it was really good. But this <laughs> motherfucker right here did not like it. <laughs> He's a little weirdo. He's a little freak. <laughs> I thought it was great. I love it. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, they used to be splits. Used to be a huge thing, and yeah, now they're no one's doing them anymore. So yeah, we might have to. Might have to bring that back. You have to be the be yeah. the ones to do it. I feel like it does happen in like sort of underground hardcore scenes quite a lot, but like yeah, there's a few like, out of hardcore bands do them. Yeah, in in terms of this scene and stuff, I I feel like there isn't much of that going on, other than of course with like holding absence doing one with loathe and then one with Alpha Wolf. <laughs> I feel like whenever it happens, it feels like an anomaly, but it shouldn't. More people need to be collaborating like this. It's fucking <laughs> sick. Yeah, even if Joe's a little little grump about it, <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hotel Underground, sick man. It's all yeah. right. <laughs> It'd be it'd be cool. It'd be uh, it'd be really cool to see that kind of thing uh, reemerge more, and to see you know artists, artists like you and you and Pinter with so much connection, utilizing that to the fullest extent that you can. I mean, you've got connect, connected members. You're on the same label and stuff like that. That'd be it's it's it literally just makes too much sense not to do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, and from a like a just another perspective, I love the idea of what we were saying before where there's, you know, there's almost like clicks and niches in, in different scenes. It's like, well, why do we need to do that? Why can't we just, you know, in solidarity work with each other and create something special? You know what I mean? So yeah. I love that aspect of it as well. Cause it's completely unique. <laughs> it works really well. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can win it. I think Matt, we talked about it, but yeah, the UK is not, I know Eric Bickerstaff and that Loeb there quite good, like in the Northwest. They work like a bunch of bands, Max, and I think kind of like around there, you know, it's quite good. I think it's just, it's just nice because obviously, like, you kind of like hear like, I don't know, gospel. It's quite funny at first, and you're just kind of like, I'm a bit bored of this now, and then you kind of like, especially you kind of went to like fucking like 27 or 20 years like, I just want, I don't hear about fucking grown ass men just bitching about, you know, like, all this <laughs> shit. So. <laughs> Yeah, but... Um, and oftentimes anyway. that's all you get. You don't even... It's like yes. the music doesn't even come out and it's just them fucking complaining for like two years. <laughs> it's just like... I, I'm just... 
just speak with your art, man. I don't, like, I don't need to hear about all this fucking drama all the time. It's a shame, man. But you know, you know, there's still the, mu- the good music is still fucking out there. That's the important thing. In the Heaven's Gate is still out there. Heaven's Gate is still out there. The great, the, the greatest band in the world, Heaven's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> the only band that doesn't, that doesn't engage in clicks and drama. Only 100% pure uncut yeah. rock. That's and right. Yeah, yeah. The real rock Get ready yeah. for Heaven's Gate, dude. Get ready for fucking Heaven's Gate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think but it's I mean, probably both Max and I is a, a, at the moment. EP is always a bit weird because everyone wants to come out. I think probably for us contender for like our favorite. It's early on, but our favorite EP of the year. Like yeah, there's a few yeah. bands in the pipeline, like Murder for one, who doing an EP, which you know will be up there. But yeah, I think probably is like locked in for at least kind of like my own personal top three. Um, yeah, I had a think so. Yeah, I'll try. I'll go try and close on a happier note then. But yeah, I think yeah, I'm really looking. Yeah, I'm looking for. Even I've heard it, I'm looking forward to coming out because I'm really curious to see what people think of it. Um, and hopefully, hopefully it will come out. And, yeah, not honestly, blow up, but you know, it'll do. It'll do really well. Cause we see, like Max and I, we've seen a lot of bands where they'll do something really good and just won't catch on. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I hope this catches on. Um, yeah, because I think, yeah, good, good EP. And I think, yeah, kind of that genre. You just sound like Heaven's Gate. And if you guys keep hammering it away and like keep releasing singles and stuff throughout, you know, this year and next year and stuff, I'm sure you guys will gain. I, I sincerely fucking hope you gain some fucking proper traction with this because, you know, the the shit rules. So, yeah, it's it's hard to because exactly what you're saying. It's like we want it to do really well, but it's it's you kind of almost got to detach from that and go. Doesn't matter how like it's done get out hopefully people love it and we just gotta we focus on what's what's next and just keep just keep working keep if we don't stop there's you know we there's nothing that can happen other than we just you know keep growing yeah we keep growing keep growing keep hammering it away and keep fucking keep on rocking keep on rocking <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah that's certainly uh you know what else are we gonna do we're not in it for the money so middle core cash dude <laughs> the metalcore fucking millionaires right here i feel yeah, that's like it. Yeah, if you if you wanted to make money you'd be in a different fucking genre that's just the realistic yeah. thing to say yeah. so what i i fucking love about people who say like oh you guys sold out but they're, they're like the to, to bands that were still making like really heavy music it's like if they wanted to sell out they would definitely not be in this band like yeah. <laughs> this is not fucking happening i can't wait for someone to inevitably say like lovers dances you guys sell out out by the way that's going to be a hilarious reddit <laughs> comment it's sure to come I think I'll be celebrating that comment. I'll be like, yes. <laughs> that means we wrote a good, catchy song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. We put singing in a song and someone didn't like it on Reddit. That means it's actually good. <laughs> that's probably I love that song, man. I think, yeah, that's my favorite it's track. It's a fucking great song, man. That's what, yeah, it's definitely my favorite track on there. Can't get it out of my head. Crazy. Well, I mean, that's a good sign as well. If you like your own fucking music, that's a good sign. <laughs> That's a really good True. sign. I feel like that's a taboo thing, and it shouldn't be. It's a, like a people. People always like, oh, you shouldn't. You should. You're, you're so big headed. You listen to your own music. Like, no, you should <laughs> fucking love your own music, man. Why would you not? But yeah, no, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, I'll stop waffling on now. <laughs> what Joe do his thing? I think you said you wanted to. I thought thing we do. Yeah, I mean, I I've not got kind of any more burning questions, and obviously I'm preaching we for an hour now, so you know, seeing intrigued. And okay, so yeah, I've been here for now. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for kind of coming on, having a, having a chat. It's yeah. It's greatly yeah. appreciated. Yeah. So this will this will be a feature going up, 
in the it'll be out, it'll be out for the EP, probably week of EP. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we'll send it over. But yeah, and probably yeah, chat again in the future and whatnot. Where Max and I are usually around, you know, wherever. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah, kind of you know, whenever the next thing is, having a chat, whatnot, etc. But uh, yeah. So yeah, thanks and yeah, hope I hope the launch of it kind of goes well. But yeah, Max Max is reviewing it, so you can have a go at him. If you if you if you disagree with anything the review says, just have a go at Max. Yeah, if you pay me, if you pay me five five pounds uh, per, my score goes up by one number. So it's oh, at a one out of ten right now. But if you pay me, if you keep paying me, it's fine. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll we'll pull to together some money. That's cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy packs of noodles, I think. There you go. Nah, we'll we'll bring it out to Red Bulls. We'll trade in Red Bulls. <laughs> Six pack of Red Bulls. Give me heart palpitations yes. before. Yeah, you I said you got a music video coming up. You might need them. Right. Oh, dude, I've. <laughs> you can based on what i've said you can probably tell what i'm gonna fucking say about the ep but yeah i'll uh, i'll make sure to shoot that over to like the band instagram or something whenever well we'll tag yeah, you perfect, in it as well yeah. when uh when that's up yeah yeah we'll see it 100 percent. yeah 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 and uh yeah can't believe it's uh it's finally coming out it's fucking february yeah a long time it's been a long fucking time coming i'm sure right i'll let you guys go I haven't had breakfast yet, so I'm... And I've got to go to work. I've got to work today. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, hopefully you guys have a good night. Thank you for having a chat. It's been great. And uh, really, really looking forward to seeing how everybody responds to the EP, man. It's going to be... Sweet. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. That was, that was great. Great. All right. See you Cheers. Later. See ya. All right. See ya.